and gents, back at it again, episode 24, baby, we here, woo! Oh, man, fuck, man, man, get, get on it. How dare you? Sorry, Gordo. Figure it out, man. <laughs> Sound bites is your thing, dude. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, yours and Teddy's. Yeah, mine and Teddy's. Mine, yeah. Well, Teddy, Teddy, I don't, I don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy, Teddy come everything. on, Teddy, get with it, get with it. Yeah. Anyways, boys, we back. Yeah, we back. Episode 24. Episode 24. Stoked. We're getting right into it. Yeah, we're jumping in. This is a bit of a late start for the For the boys. So, and we, uh, first time this season, we got a guest. Yeah, we got a call-in guest. Oh, stoked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. Absolute beauty. So, let's get to it. Episode 24. I think it is the episode, the Charles Woodson episode mm. of the BFB. Mm. Gordo, who you rolling? I'm going Marshawn Lynch. Mm. I got his jersey. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> got his jersey. Seen him play a few, few times, you know. The original Beastquake, man. He was a machine. Yeah, that's true. That's... And, uh, you know, like, fuck. Chunking off mad runs. You know, not getting the ball on the goal line. Scarf, <laughs> scarf and Skittles. Yeah, Scarf and Skits. <laughs> not doing interviews, man. I like them. Yeah, that's right. And, like... My favorite... Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, my favorite Marshawn Lynch story is when he got... He, so he got drafted by Buffalo, right? Yeah. Got paid. Like, yeah. got like a you know a million bucks or 1.2 million. This is his something. first paycheck of his career? Yeah. Okay. And he got into a little bit of trouble, right? Huh. And he says, man, what do you think's going to happen when you give some guy from the hood one, one million bucks? <laughs> of course they're going to get in trouble. Well. And ain't it true? Oh, okay. Like, you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's true. Guys yeah. come from nothing, then they get money, man. Yeah, they're going to go suddenly, crazy. Yeah, I would too. exactly. Not trained in, uh, like, how to, mm-hmm. you know, invest and save and all that shit. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. Uh, we could have also gone with Champ Bailey, who we just saw honored. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. Matt Bar. Yeah. Willie Brown. Devonta Freeman, the ragdoll. Yeah, not doing good this year. <laughs> Adam Pacman Jones. <laughs> Adrian Wilson, who, if you're you want to see just incredible physical feats, just type in Adrian Wilson standing jump and see how high that guy can jump. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, played for the the Arizona Cardinals. Could have done Ty Law, Terrence McGee, Sean Springs, Darrell Revis Island, Ooh. or Pittsburgh Steeler Ike Taylor, who. Might be most famous, other than for his play, as on one of his Monday night or Sunday night intros when they do their name and then the school they come from. He did uh, Ike Taylor, swaggin'. <laughs> <laughs> and like Al Michaels liked it so much that he's like, oh, we've got to love that one. Ike Taylor, swaggin'. And uh, later on, he was asked about it in an interview and just speaks for itself. Can you tell me the credentials or the, the prerequisites it takes to get into Swagger University? One, for sure, you gotta have swag. <laughs> it gotta be official. What I mean by official, it can't be fake, it can't be phony. You gotta have confidence in whatever you, whatever you do. If it's just washing clothes, you got to be good at it. If it's folding clothes, you got to be good at it. If it's reading, you got to be good at it. So whatever you do, just like you holding this mic and you holding that camera, you feel like you're doing what you need to do, that's swag. That's swag. It's just every time you walk into the room, they like, 
This guy here is sure of himself. <laughs> I don't know who he is or what he do, but I know one thing for sure. He's sure of himself. They're swag. <laughs> Whether it's reading, <laughs> folding clothes. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck yeah. Uh, who's the sponsor? Well, who's brave enough to take us on this week? This week is actually a company that is uh, now, I believe, bankrupt. But they spared a little money for the boys. Are we going Red Robins? Oh, no. That's sad, too, though. Um, We're going with HMV for the boys this week's sponsor because we talked about it last week. And then this week we decided to go Sabbath in honor of my first CD. Yeah. And uh, I hope you boys liked it. And the Sweet Leaf just works yeah, very well. real nice. The outro's fucking banging. <coughs> Sorry, Shane, that it hasn't been top 40. <laughs> but there's other people in the league, too. Yeah, that's right. I gave so much money to HMV as a teenager, Oh, man. fuck yeah, man. Just, I was like, there all the time. all my money there. Yeah. Racks and racks of CDs. I remember being a kid, and my mom took me to Ikea. And I'm like, I need a CD rack. Because, <laughs> like, you had so many, right? Yeah. Like... I need a stand-up CD rack. My collection is that big. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not yeah. just the one that you fit like, on your desk. Can I, can I, like, mount this one on the wall? Right? It's, like, on your wall in your bedroom. Like, fuck yeah. Man, there was a time in life where displaying your CDs or your DVD collection was a badge of honor. Yeah, man. Check this out. Look at how many DVDs I have. Megan's got a crazy <laughs> DVD collection because she never had cable growing up. What? Yeah, man. No. Yeah, yeah, so she had like mad, mad CDs. <clears throat> DVDs. We yeah. still have them. Fuck. Can't get rid of them. No? Like every show ever. Oh, yeah. Like season. shows, series, friends, fucking lots of it. Hmm. Whatever. I mean, whatever you're into. Gotcha. Well, uh, thank you, HMV. And have no fear. My first CD, the Richard Mark CD, will never be played <laughs> on this show. We might have to do a Prozac <laughs> epi, though. <laughs> I'm a ball of charade. <laughs> okay, well, let's jump into it. Yeah, Text we're, and answer. We're, we're flying this episode. Yeah, we're ripping, and it's we're good. We're flying. It's good. We got to do it. We're we, getting guys' content on the on the mark. Yeah, yeah and we, 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 we listen. We yeah, listen. listen. BFB cares. Uh, first question comes in. And, oh, before we jump into this, thanks, guys. Lots of awesome questions this week. Um, keeping the, the, the... Yeah, the segment alive. Yeah, uh, stocked and ready. Thought to we were going to have to cut it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, since we were the ones making the questions. <laughs> yeah. So. Real brain busters. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they were brain busters. First question comes in from Robbie in the QMP. Ooh. What are the chances that the Tampa Bay Bucks trade OJ Howard before the deadline? I mean, it's tough. You're, he, they're trading at a point of weakness, right? Mm-hmm. If they were trading him last year, they're getting good return. But when you got my boy Cameron Brayton, they're stealing the red zone fucking yeah, patties. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't think I don't think they'd get much for him. So why would you let him go? Right? Well, Is he a free agent next year? Nope. They no. still have him under contract. Uh, I don't. I don't see it. They they obviously spent a first round draft pick on the guy for a reason. Uh, they're not going to give up on him this quick. And further to that fact is I've I've heard that the uh, Patriots actually called inquiring to see if he was available. I think one or two times, and both times they were told, nope, sorry, really? not, not selling. Well, so. they got Benny Watson back, man. Ben Watson is 38 yeah. years old. That is wild. And so religious. Really? <laughs> oh, 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 so, so religious. Because <laughs> he was a one-time Cleveland Brown. <laughs> so I <laughs> tossed him a Twitter follow, and I regretted it immediately. <laughs> Yeah, probably his second, third, fourth go around with the Patriots. Who knows? Yeah, crazy. 
Uh, question two comes in from Johnny Ham and Eggs in the Rock Pile. <laughs> How likely do you think Mr. Mo Sanu will be a fit with the Patriots? Ooh, Mohammed Sanu Sr. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on the name, yeah, put rascal. put some respect on his name. Come on. Um, I, th- I think he's going to get in the offense right away. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. He's a weapon. He's athletic. He's big. Yeah, I like, think so too. Yeah. I, and man, is he going to throw a fucking tutty? He might. <laughs> he should. Yeah. He should. If Belichick knows, that's probably why he traded him. Man. Yeah. <laughs> is there a QB controversy? In the right <laughs> so Mohamed Sanu Sr. has <clears throat> a career QB rating of like 158.3. He's perfect. Yeah. Tom Brady... It's only like 91 or 92. Paltry. Yeah. That's embarrassing. So, I mean, <laughs> eh, you know, there might be time time to pass the reins. <coughs> yeah, and I, I think it's going to work. They've oh, got Edelman. Yeah. And, and Josh Gordon's on the IR now. Yeah, and apparently, uh, according to Ian Rappaport, he's going to release him as soon yeah, as he's, he's healthy. Yeah. Um, he'll find somewhere to land, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. But with those Patriots, I think they move Philip Dorsett out wide. He's their new, their new deep uh, threat. Deep threat, yeah. And then they've got Edelman and Sanu to kind of play the slot, pop out when they need to. Yeah, I think Sanu's going to be a major factor. I think yeah, he's. I gonna, think he's going to actually uh, in real football. He's going to be a huge. Uh, he's going to gain a lot, and in fantasy, I think he's going to he's going to be quite yeah, valuable. Because I mean, Mohamed Sanu Senior in fantasy, like eh, not that reliable, man. Total dart throw. You talk about a guy that's perpetually a waiver wire ad. Yeah, like when you're in. A I pinch. bet she's out there right now. Yeah, maybe not now. That no, I think up. yeah, probably now with the recent news, he's probably picked up. But it, like this year, last year, the year before, if you got a guy on a buy, it's like, oh well, most of news sitting there, I could yeah. play in this week, and then you keep yeah. him for a couple, and then he's back on the wire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. All right, thanks, Johnny. Um, what are we? You want to jump into Feldies? Yeah, you could do Feldies if you like. Go for it. I guess. Yeah, I got it in front of me. Yeah, let's do it. He's got a bit of a two-parter. You know what? We'll start with his. We'll start with his second part. Actually, Um, he says I've been stashing Chris Herndon almost all season. Yeah. Uh, You think he's going to pan out? Uh, fuck. I mean, you asked me before this past Monday night game. I would have said absolutely. Yeah. That's true. But holy shit, it's obviously a combination of playing the Patriots D, but that line wasn't stopping anything. Sam Darnold was... The whole Jets offense is out of whack. <laughs> seeing, seeing ghosts, ghosts man. Seeing ghosts. P- fucking playing catch with Casper out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I'll stick with yes. Yeah, I think I think I would hang on to him. Yeah, absolutely. And for the fact that like that position, we've, we've mentioned it, it's, it's the thinnest in fantasy. Thin. It's the thinnest in fantasy. You're so, dressing guys like Dawson Knox. Exactly. If you've got the roster spot, keep him stashed. Fucking if it right. works out, great. And if not, you drop him and you're starting, who knows, I don't know, Jack Doyle as your fucking tight end. You know how many times... Okay, so Chris Herndon to me is kind of like uh, an ASJ kind of tight end. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How a, many times have I had reference. Austin Safarian <laughs> Jenkins? Yeah. And like... Fucking grabbed him. Fucking that's let true. him go. Fucking started him. Yeah, like that's, that's he's the he's that kind of guy to me. Mm-hmm. Touchdown dependent as most tight ends are. Although he came on a lot in the, at the end of last year, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I would hold on to him if I were you, Felds. Uh, what was the second part? What's he? Second part's talking about the other league, the Flyers, the Triple F, mm. Triple FL. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, as somewhat of a crew outsider, well, at least initially. 
I really don't know anything about this Flyers League that you've been recapping on the pod. Who are you? What are you? <laughs> it says, furthermore, are these some of the guys that want in on the N40L? And then that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Right? So, obviously, the boys play on the Flyers Beer League team. Uh, and we were talking about starting a fantasy league. And then we were talking about having, like, a two-division or two, like, AFC, NFC, N40L. Yeah, like a conference uh, – or a consolation round. Yeah, like a consolation like B- A pool, B pool yeah. league, basically. You had to finish up in the uh, – if you finish in the bottom spot or the bottom two last spots, you'd be relegated back to the B pool, yeah. and the two highest guys in the B pool would be promoted yeah. up to uh, the main N40L. But <clears throat> that went down like a fucking lead balloon. When yeah, we I thought it was a good idea, but um, good points were raised for yeah, sure by true. the N40L guys, and I, I don't, I don't disagree with them. But they yeah. basically said, "I'd rather I join fantasy football to play with my buddies and shit talk my buddies." What happens if I got get a guy that I've never met before that I'm playing, you know? True. I guess opposed to friendships and making new ones, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Just guys being dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so we ended up starting another league. Mm-hmm. The Flyers Fantasy Football League. Yeah. I'm the commissioner. Crooked. Very. Very crooked. Very. Yesterday in our fucking hockey dressing room, I watched Gord set another owner's lineup well he was absentee ownering adam yes and so i was like fuck this like i gotta step in right not even brought they didn't even bring it to the hallway they did it next to everybody else in the league (laughs) plain view laughing about it yeah yeah judge jury executioner judge jury and executioner (laughs) so that's that's the flyers league just just a couple more guys around just being dudes yeah but absolutely there are definitely two uh, yeah. Maybe even three that uh, if somebody wants to leave the N40L, they, they've already said, we're it. I'm in. I, I want to be next. So, yeah, they do want to be in. But you know what? Flyers is uh, is a nice little league to be a part of anyway. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, this question comes in for you, Gord, actually. Oh, great. And it comes in from Conservative Kess in fucking Berta. Uh, Berta? <laughs> he asks... How many cigarettes does it take you post-game to get ready for a shower? <laughs> Care to share your ritual? Well, yeah, I mean, after, after each hockey game, I get undressed as fast as I can. And I got, like, I got wear the, I wear, like, the pants underneath everything, like the tight, skin-tight pants. Skin-tight jockstrap. I usually throw, throw on my slides, mm-hmm. bare feet, and I throw on the flannel jacket, no shirt on. Go for a dart quickly after the game. <laughs> Very quickly after the game. Yeah, walk past all the wives. Yeah, wives, kids, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Belly and chest hanging out. Oh, yeah, chain. Just a brisk little jaunt. Yeah, and then go for a fucking dart chinsky. Yeah. And uh, then I come back, and then I sit down, and people still haven't even showered. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I so it's, I mean, you're missing anything. Yeah, no, not missing the thing. Yeah, I, I, depending on what's being smoked, I'll sometimes join Gord outside as well. Yeah, sometimes the guy's gonna kind of refreshing. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, um, cool. Thanks, Kess. Uh, you know what? What? I got a question for you. Okay. Sh- <laughs> All right. I got a question for you. I dig it. This one comes from um, the Finsider in Valley View. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he says, Maddie, do you think Adam Gase helps or hurts <laughs> Sam Darnold? Oh, my God. From the Finsider. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you yeah. Can I tell you what I really think? I think he's a fucking idiot, man. The quarterback whisperer? The quarterback guru? What the fuck are we talking about here? How does this guy have another head coaching job? That fucking... In the same division. Same division. They got two looks at him. Every year. And they're like, yeah, you know what? You can come coach us. Yeah. <laughs> you just got canned by the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, come coach for us. Fuck me. Fuck that guy's man. useless. He's His offense is useless. Oh, <laughs> Sam Darnold is useless. Oh, man. I was all over Sammy D last year. Cost me major league. Yeah, Cost major me league. last week, too, man. I had Jameson Crowder in the money league, and it fucked me. Oh, fuck you, Adam Gase. So, no, I don't think he helps him. I think he <laughs> I think he hurts the overall game of football. He should be out of it. I don't, out of it. I don't care for him. Right. <laughs> Johnny knew you were going to get out of that one. Uh, this one comes in from our buddy. We miss him. The Regina Vagina. Oh. He said, big, do you, big Dicky Nicky. He said, do you guys think playing in primetime games has an effect on certain players or teams, either negatively or positively? I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody's different, right? So you're going to, some guys take it and thrive on it, and some guys fucking crumble under it, Some right? guys get amped up for it, yeah. because if they know they're the only show in the league that night, they know that other teams are watching, other coaches are watching, other players are watching. Everybody's watching. Everybody's watching you play. So if you ball out, that's yeah. just upping your clout inside the league, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I definitely think some guys rise to the occasion. Some guys do not. Team-wise, I think if you're stuck playing a Thursday nighter, every team has to do it. I think the Thursday nighter is shit. There's not enough time between playing a Sunday afternoon or morning game. No, not enough time to get healthy. No, not enough time to game plan, not enough time to make sure your players are ready to roll. So I think, yeah, if you're in the Thursday nighter, it definitely hurts the on-field product and the teams playing in it. But I have no, I think Sunday and Monday night, that's what guys look forward to. That's what, like, grow up playing football, saying, I'm going to catch a pass on Monday night football. Yeah. With Wait, Joe Tessitore. for a Sunday night. <laughs> I want Ooh, love <laughs> carry, man. I want Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarlane <laughs> to call my touchdown. <laughs> That's what I dream of. Booger. <laughs> God, the other, actually a couple Monday nights ago, there was a, there was a booger in the, uh, a booger in the booth. And a boger on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Jerome Boger was in the game. I thought that was hilarious. Fuck. A boger and a booger. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, Johnny? Fuck you. <laughs> All right? <laughs> this question comes for you. Well, for us, but you did this. The Scound in Eastlake writes in, he said, Is paying 33 <coughs> fantasy imaginary dollars too much for Ty Johnson in Detroit? Absolutely, a hundred percent. It is. Yeah, like. Yeah, I just, I like, I know he's currently taking over for Carry On as he as he got put on IR. I can't see them not signing a running back that's out there. No, Jay Ajayi is yeah. sitting out there waiting for a team to call. Why not? Yeah. Why not trade for Melvin Gordon? Why not? Why not? Why I not? Agree. You know. Los Angeles ain't going anywhere. No. Detroit are a better team than their record shows. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, you know. 
I, I think it was way too much money. Though. Yeah, he's I not the answer. It's like when guys are dropping on Wayne Gallman. I said he's not the answer. Well, he was for a bit that first game. He, he had didn't one game. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, got kind of like though. a Kerwin Williams type. <laughs> mm. Fucking twenty-two dollar Kerwin Williams. Oh, what's up, baby? <laughs> All right, we got one more question. Um, that's what from smelling. Yeah, smelly. Says, uh, seeing how we're halfway through the season, would love to hear your playoff prediction for the N40L. Commissioner Goodkell in H-Town, Bryce Howard Way. Rice Howard Way. Whatever it is. Rice Military. Yeah, Bryce Military. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Who knows? Something like that. Um, So, hmm. The playoff predictions. Hey, fuck. um, Okay. Do you want to go first? Well, let's let's take a look. Let's do it together here. Okay. Well, uh, let's let's go division by division. Sure. How about that? Sure. Cat dude, he's he's. There could only be six. Remember, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Cowtown Killers. I, I think after the trade, I still don't think he's gonna get there. Ballsy move. I like the. I respect the trade. Um. Speedo shrinkage. Fuck, I don't know, man. It's tough. It is tough. It's tough. Okay, here's There's my... a lot of guys at, at three and four. Yeah. Uh, my top six. Uh, I think that the Valley Vices will make it in the A pool. I see the Linwood Butt Pirates making the A pool. Shockingly, from last year, uh, I see the Strathcona Coronas making the A pool. I see the Scoundrels making the A pool. I see my Beverly Blazers making the A pool. And one spot left. I'm going to give it to the Sweatpant Boners. Oh! The lowest scoring team in the league. They're going to turn it around. I think they're going to do it. Wow! Why not? Who do you got? <sighs> Sorry for the slight. <laughs> Man, I think after the move I just made, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody can stop me. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So Gord's making his A pool. I think I'm, I think I'm going to squeak into sixth. Okay. I think... I think uh, I, you know, I, I got a feeling, all right? <laughs> I got a feeling yeah. that I'm coming back. Um, I think Value Vices, I think probably the Butt Pirates, Downtown Degenerates, not your year. Um, it, so in the act said, I mean, you you still essentially could have three guys from one pool make it. True. Are you saying it's us? You know, because I'm a pod guy. Yeah, I'm going to say it's us. All right. And, and the Coronas. You know what? For that, I switch it. Oh, Stu, I... Stu, you're going to the B pool. Gord's going to squeak in his <laughs> um, Cat dude. I like his squad. I like the East Lake Scoundrel squad, too. Um, you know, pretty consistent. They got McCaffrey. Fucking Minshew. Um... I don't know. You know, it's it's it, to me it's a toss up between Cat Dude and the Scoundrel. So I I don't really know. It's too it's fucking hard to pick, man. Yeah, it's it's t- it's real it's tough early. at the start of the season, but it is the halfway point. So we got to we got to start thinking about it, man. I guess, yeah. And I know that the guys that are looking at the B pool right in the face, they're thinking about it too, you know? Yeah. It's weighing heavy on a couple guys out there. We know for a fact. Um probably weighing on uh, a couple guys heavier than others. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, well, thanks for the questions. That ends that segment of the pod. We get oh, to go shit. around to uh, pass it around. Pass it. 
Um, <laughs> fuck, I'm not ready. Not ready, hey? Well, all you need to do to get ready for pass it is a little, uh, a little sparking, right, buddy? It's true. It's true. I just lit a cigarette, though. <laughs> oh, oh, getting a little buzz. Okay, pass it around. Fire it up. Okay. Well, what do you got this week, Gord, for passing around? <laughs> I got nothing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Man, today was one of my my least prepared days. And uh, you know what? We scra- we're scraping it together. It's going well, obviously, as it always does. Always. Um, but I was busy putting in a basketball court in my dad's shop at the farm because <laughs> he had a bunch of leftover hardwood <laughs> so legit a basketball court man it was like a fucking dance floor what's graham doing in his retirement oh fucking shooting the rock baby that's <laughs> <laughs> wrong yeah no man i was honestly like we were we were looking at it and i think i'm gonna paint a key <laughs> on it like just for fun right oh my god Oh, okay. Well, Funny. <coughs> fucking play Cameron one on one. I guess if the Milwaukee Bucks are looking for a good maintenance guy, mm. they can give us a call. Um, that's what do you it. got? Um, <laughs> one thing. Wow, you got one, <laughs> one thing? thing, and it's nothing really. It's uh, well, I shouldn't say nothing. I live for these. It's another Booger McFarlane. Oh, quote. I love it. I love it. I loved I loved Sideline Booger better. Mm. I like Booth Booger. You like Booth Booger? I like Booth Booger because he makes sound it seems like he's dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear him more when he's in the booth? I don't know. It's just like like I think he feels puts more pressure on himself to be the guy. Yeah. You know? That's true. What was that quote he had about the tight ends? Just to refresh our memory. <laughs> if Taysom Hill Lines up a tight end. He's either going to run a route or block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, this past Monday night, he, he said with full seriousness, fourth and three is different from fourth and nine. That's it. <laughs> oh, what are God. you fucking talking yeah, about? what Butter? are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course Butter? it is. Of course it is. Fourth and three better than fourth and nine. God damn. Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Jesus Christ. You know what? Honestly, my my favorite... Um, what's it called? Uh, booger quote is when he was talking about Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Kelvin Benjamin's one Popeye's biscuit away from a tight end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was real good. Oh, man. So funny. Cool. Well, should we do it? Yeah, man. We're introing. We're introing. For the mm. first time this season on the BFB, uh, we have a guest. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Woo! calling all the way from the QMP, we have the downtown and Z-Boys GM himself, the Cougar Collision, Swiss Army Knife, and Papa Extraordinaire, Roberto Robbie J! Welcome to the pod, Rob! Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it feel? First, first guest this year, buddy. Feels great, feels great. 
seemed amped. <laughs> <coughs> well, he does have to be quiet. He has three oh, kids. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we are phoning at goddamn midnight, basically. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. Oh, well. well, how are things, man? Good to have you on the pod. Things are good. Things are real good. Having fun this season. First fantasy season. It's yeah. Good. Well, let's get into let's that. Let's jump into it. You recently got into fantasy football and the NFL, and you knew right away you had to hitch your wagon, your fandom wagon, in order to get the full experience. After much consideration, you elected to go with the Denver Broncos. Robbie, what made you land on the Mile High Club? Was it their rich history, their current players, or was it simply the fact that their colors matched those of your favorite hockey team, the Edmonton Oilers? <laughs> went, uh, went back and forth on a couple different teams. Uh, can't go wrong, blue and orange. I mean, come on now, Oilers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Rich history, Elway, Davis. You know. Yeah. Uh, and biggest reason, nobody else was a Broncos fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is true. They're it very, is. they're few and far between. Few and far between, and it's tough now that you got all your buddies are on are on the uh, on the train, and they've all saddled up with the team. You don't want to really jump on the same one. No. You know. Exactly. exactly. I, I like yeah. the pick. I like the pick. It's sick. I don't mind it. Worked out well with you boys going to Denver uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Got the jerseys. Got the jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, sticking with the Broncos, um, your boy, Joe Flacco. Uh, sorry, sorry. Elite <laughs> Joe Flacco. <laughs> He was obviously brought in to try and address the recent QB woes uh, facing the donkeys, as they like to call them there. They haven't had a QB since Peyton Manning, and even Peyton Manning was a shadow of himself. Well, right? I got him a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, <laughs> you know, do you think the organization will stick with Flacco for another year, or will they target someone in this upcoming draft year? Oh, I'm hoping they target someone in this draft. I think maybe they even got Flacco to get a high draft pick, judging by how this season (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's true. There's a nice crop of quarterbacks coming out of college this season, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, take your pick. I mean, if they could end up with a top five pick. Yeah. It's possible. We'll see. They used to have elite shirts that had Joe Flacco's face on when he was in Baltimore. (laughs) What a debate, man. Um, but I mean, you do have a real nice running back in Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are some nice building blocks there for sure. Vaughn Miller can't ignore him. Bradley nope. Chubb when he's uh, healthy. Uh, oh yeah, healthy. D's looking good. Yeah. D's looking good. Yeah, we'll see. I I don't know if uh, your cornerback Chris Harris is going to survive <laughs> before the uh, trade deadline. I could see him getting moved, but if not, he's a stud at cornerback as well. Yeah, I don't know. What see what, see what they do if they. Uh, Pick up a couple of W's here. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, they did just trade Emmanuel Sanders, right? Oh. Um, question for you. Do you think this opens the door for sophomore receiver Cortland Sutton to assert himself as his team's number one pass catcher? Or will it open things up for the likes of rookie tight end Noah Fant? Basically, like, who stands to benefit the most? Uh, I think Sutton already established himself, which is why they made the move. I'm hoping that now that Sanders is no longer with him, that Fant does kind of step it up here. Yeah. 
establishes himself. But I, I think who benefits the most is Sanders and the Niners, really. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. They finally got their number one, it seems. Yeah, they they weren't happy with guys there. Dante Pettis, Marquise Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't you have them? I do have them. So, <laughs> downtown and Z-Boys hopefully that's uh, it too. <laughs> yeah. There's something to be said for all that roster turnover right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Um, you want to take the next one there, Gord? Yeah, yeah. What else do we got here? Um... Oh, oh, there it is. Jumping around here, but uh, as we did allude to earlier, you you're in your first year playing fantasy football um, in the fantasy or the Flyers fantasy football league. The triple FL is that what we want to call it? Triple FL wouldn't be bad. Triple FL, yeah, I like it. Yeah, okay, that's what we're gonna go with. Um, you know, describe some of the highs, the lows, and the challenges you've felt so far. And could you please go into specific detail as to how Gord has been a mentor, or how how I've been as a mentor so far this season? Yeah. <laughs> uh, highs and lows. Uh, I haven't got too high yet. Still early. Still early. Mm-hmm. Uh, lows would be trying to trade. Anything <laughs> with anyone, <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found it frustrating trying to make a trade. But I don't know. Maybe just fancy. Not a lot of trades happen. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is guys, and I'm guilty of it. In trades, it's like you value your guys a little bit more. Yeah. And you're like, what? I'm not gonna give him up for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, add the fact you're trying to trade kickers and defenses. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And weren't you trying to work out a work out a trade with C-Rob, who's like a billion miles away? Yeah, I did try to initiate a trade with a guy who's across the planet. <laughs> and another guy who I don't think knew the season started yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe your partners, you know. Yeah, it could be, could be partners. Oh, looking for new trade partners next week. <laughs> so how's Gord been as a mentor? Uh, pretty good. I would say more like head scout in charge of drafting. Mm. <laughs> more so than a mentor. Because as everybody that listens to this pod knows, <laughs> I dropped Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Because nothing but heat for it. <laughs> I don't get a text or any mention saying, yo, as a mentor, probably wouldn't have done that. Maybe dangle next time. <laughs> All I get is, yo, Rob, how's Sony doing? As he's lighting up <laughs> the following week after I drop him and Gore picks him up. Tough love. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? If you're going to make those mistakes, man, you got to have somebody capitalizing on them so you learn from it. <laughs> so that was tough love yeah, right there. That's the hardest lesson you'll ever learn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, that is Oh, good, man, good. I did pick him up. And, man, he got three tutties last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, but I did, I, you know what? 
I, I told you it was a bad move after you had dropped him. I, I didn't know you were about to drop him. It's not like you were like, hey, Gordon, I'm going yeah, to maybe drop Sony Michelle. Yeah. I probably would have said no, but you didn't ask me. So then you went ahead and did it, so I I, I hurt you for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Double-edged sword. I, I kind of did by saying I'm going to tinker with my bench, and I was benching him because he wasn't doing anything before that. It's right. true. He wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, you know, I just, I think a guy like that, you got to roll out a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. You're a real what and have you done for me lately kind of guy, <laughs> and so am I. But you got to hang on a little longer than that. I'm a real gut guy. I'm uh, <laughs> getting like a yard and a half of carry. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, you're a gut guy. You picked the perfect mentor. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the huncho. I would. I would go for him too. Hey, don't you guys play each other this week? We do. We do. We do, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I actually, I haven't looked at how... Oh, Terry McLaurin didn't do very well. F1, baby. So, you might have a you might have a good jump on me this week, buddy. I'd love it yeah, if I fucking beat you. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be nice. Well, Robbie, yeah, it was a... Uh, like, I mean, if you look at... What are you sitting at, Robbie? Four and three? Four and three. Scheduled off last week. Four guys on a buy. Yeah, exactly. So Run you dealt into the Schmiller train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fucking buzzsaw. And uh, yeah, it's nice. I guess like that. That's like Kessa's mentality and his strategy that he mentioned is that why not draft? Look for guys that are all on buys. Deal with that shit once, and then you're good for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, gotta take an L sometime. Yeah, but big, yeah. big, uh, big matchup actually, man. If you. Uh, there's a chance you could take over first position in your in your division if you win this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll big see. Week, big week. Big week. Big week. You need a Kess loss and a Gord beatdown. Mm-hmm. So one of those two, I think, seems good. Yeah, plausible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of Gord, he has stated several times on this pod that growing up, he had to take care of you, look after you, and oftentimes would pack extra items on ski trips and weekends away just so that you'd have the essentials to survive. Okay. First of all, I find this hard to believe from a guy that forgot to bring his own luggage on a trip to London. So, Robbie, can you confirm, is this in fact true, and do you have any good huncho stories that you'd like to share to get even with this motherfucker? So what what, uh, yeah. what are some of the things that you forget? Uh, I forgot my snowboard boots, snowboarding. Oh, <laughs> actually, man, I used to uh, just various, yeah, various like personal items. Yeah, <laughs> I would just bring two of everything. <laughs> Legit, yeah. I would bring two pairs of goggles, two pairs of gloves. <laughs> two toques. I didn't have two sets of un- like outerwear. Yeah, yeah. Right, but <laughs> like if I would have had two pairs of snowboard boots, I would have brought them. <laughs> oh god, that's so good. Uh, so what are what are your stories? Where's the dirt? Uh, that's actually not the first time he's straight up forgotten luggage going on a trip. <laughs> It's true. We went to, I think it was Hotch's Stag in Banff. And this guy calls me 
just outside of Banff and goes, yo, have you left the city yet? I forgot my bag. (laughs) (laughs) I think Brian and I left the the night before golf or something like that. And we had to work that day and Gordon's already there. Yeah. Guy's pulling in the Banff. I've never even been to his house before. Get to my house, pick up my bag, feed the dogs or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, the dogs would have been gone. The dogs would have been in my parents' place. Don't let the cats out. <laughs> yeah, don't let the cats out. Oh, man, that's so funny. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, that was good. You know what, though? This guy has legitimately saved me so many times that doesn't even matter. Oh, really? He uh, carried me across a four-lane highway in the middle of the night once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in Mount Hood, Oregon. Robbie was having a nap in a hot tub face down. And I had to pull him up. I had to pull him up out of the water. He was so fucked. We were drinking this stuff called Night Train. It was like hard wine. Like it was like 20% wine. Oh, God. And rice wine. Yeah, it was gross. And uh, and yeah, Robbie got so fucked. We were sleeping. We were at a snowboard camp. We were young, man, 18. And. he had, we had to, we were sleeping across the highway. I had to like carry him like fucking <laughs> weekend at Bernie's style across the highway, man. Oh, fuck. Oh, baby. And that was when your shoulders were really bad, too. Like, I don't even know how he did it. Yeah, yeah. It just broke my collarbone like a month before, <laughs> man. Yeah. I had a snowboard camp, like, ah, whatever. Yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh, well, God. That was fucking gold. <laughs> yeah. Well, Robbie, fuck. Great having you on, buddy. Yeah, thanks so much yeah. for coming on. Yeah, we're going to wrap her up here, I think. Thanks you probably got to get fucking... Those kids are in bed already, though. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Good. Okay, well, tell them I say hello. Absolutely. Also me, but they won't... Re- that won't really matter to them. They <laughs> don't know me as well as I know Gord. No, <laughs> We'll keep banging on the slow pitch. We'll get you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Biggest fan club in all of Edmonton slow pitch. Robbie's three kids. Yeah. As soon as Robbie <laughs> takes the field. Da-da! Da-da! <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Good. Okay, well, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on tonight, Robbie. A little late one, but we appreciate it. Yeah. Talk soon, man. Yeah. Anytime, guys. Okay. We'll see you Have in hockey, night. buddy. Oh baby, man, Fuck. man! I forgot. I forgot my bag twice. That was man. so good. Oh. Holy crap, Gord! I know. Oh my god! But you know what, baby? You can do it. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. Oh, baby, we bounce it back. We bounce, We're bounce it back. back. You can bounce back. Oh, I'm bouncing back. I have not forgot my luggage on a trip since. <laughs> First and last time. No, second and last time, I guess. Anyway. Bounce uh, back, boy. We yeah. back at it. We didn't cut this segment. We ain't ever cutting this segment. No, I love Intro it. Intro song's too good. Yeah, I can't. 
But last week, um, my boy, Daniel Jones, ooh, had a rough one. Oh, my God. Little bit of a rough one. How dare you? Oh, how dare him? <laughs> he goes for 223 yards. Not bad. Right. Only one tutty, 35 rush yards, two fumbles lost. Oh, yeah. Got to hang on to the football for 11.42 points. Yeah. But not ideal. Not ideal. But this year, or sorry. This week. This week. Yeah. He's back, baby. He's back. They're playing Detroit. Detroit's allowing an average on the season 289 yards through the air. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a weak secondary. Yeah, a little bit. And they just traded, uh, uh, what's his name? Diggs. Quandry Diggs? Yes. Or, yeah. Gone. Our, uh, I'll look that one up. Yeah, they just <laughs> traded him off to uh, for peanuts. Yeah, for nothing. Houston? And Slay was, was mad. Yeah, big play. Yeah, big play Slay was Where'd mad. Where'd he go? Houston? <clears throat> How come I can't remember this? Arizona? Seattle? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm on it. He's on it. <laughs> Teddy's on it. Yeah. Hey, Teddy, get that info for us. Yeah, can you pull that up? Stats department? Stats department. This is a little bit of Gord's Dank stats here. Okay. Well, not really. Actually, I've, I've sprinkled a couple Gord's Dank stats if, in. Yeah, if there's numbers, they're your stats. Yes, exactly. Um, but the last three games, they've allowed an average of almost 310 yards through the air. So, my boy, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. He's going three... 40 through the air. Oh. I two on the ground, and I think he's going to sneak one in there. on. Oh, or sorry, damn. two through the air, one on the ground. Okay. Oh, wow. I think he's getting it. Okay. I think don't... they're going to have a good game. Oh, I'd like... Okay. Well, let's see. I hope it happens for you. Let's go, Giants. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Quandre Diggs uh, traded to Seattle mm. for only a fifth rounder. Yeah. Peanuts, man. Peanuts, baby. Good, they're, uh, the good get better. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good get better. Uh, the good get better. Here we go, and we're getting better. We're going to the United by Uni. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, short one this week. Uh, our focus this week, Gordon, takes us to numbers. Oh. Um, so this was the original system established in 1973, and these were the number guidelines for players and teams that they needed to follow. Quarterbacks specialists got to wear numbers between 1 and 19. Running backs and defensive backs could pick between 20 and 49. Centers could go 50 to 59 or 60 to 79 if this range was already taken. Defensive line by other old linemen. Defensive linemen and other offensive linemen could take 6 to 79. And 80 to 89 were receivers and tight ends only. And if they need to go into the 40s to 49s, they could. And defensive linebackers, or linemen and linebackers, were 90 to 99. Anyways, this remained the same until 2004. Then in 2004, the wide receivers and tight ends were given the option to pick numbers between 10 and 19. The first three receivers taken out of that draft year grabbed number 11. Larry Fitzgerald, Roy Williams, and Reggie Williams. Hmm. Randy Moss, who just got to Oakland promptly changed his number to 18 and Plaxico Burris, your boy, My went, boy. went to 17. Then in 2010, a rule was passed to allow defensive linemen to wear 50 to 59 and uh, made another change in 2015, allowing linebackers to use numbers 40 to 49 for the first time ever. So that's just the, and I think the reason obviously is to help the, the refs. 
Yeah. Uh, identified players. Like if you see an, in, an ineligible lineman downfield on a passing play, you can be like, whoa, what the hell's number fucking yeah. 73 or 52 yeah, exactly. doing down there, right? So uh, there's that. And then the other, the nice, I think one of the nicer uniform matchups this week will be the Panthers against the 49ers. The Panthers are whatever. They're wearing their black jerseys and bringing back their silver pants with them for the first time since 2017. That's whatever. The 49ers, though, are breaking out their all-white 1994 throwbacks for the oh, second sick. time since they unveiled them last season. So first time this season, second time all time since they came out last year. And they are slick. They're going to mm. look real good on the field. Fucking Gucci Garoppolo. Yeah, Gucci Garoppolo. Yo, man. Yeah, fuck. He's going to be slaying Carolina. Oh, oh yeah. I like it. I like that one a lot. Man, San Fran or New England? The big debate. Who gets an L first? I don't know their I don't schedules. Know, I don't know their schedules This is either. based on just offenses alone. But, like, Our New England. Teams. Oh, man. It's, uh, they got easy, easy pickings, man. <laughs> like, I don't think they're going to lose for a while. I'd have to take a look at the schedule. You're going to New England? Do you want to make a, do you want to make a BFB bet? Okay, so. Live you, on air. First okay. team to take an L. Okay. You can have New England. Okay. I'll what, take San Fran. Okay, what are we betting on? Oh, I don't know. Like we want to think about it as the as the time goes on, something yeah. on air. Twenty scoots. Twenty scoots. Okay. Okay. Deal. I'm down with that. Deal. All right. Handshake deal done. Put her there. All right. Come on, Brady. to that song on my own a lot more it's so good since man. we introduced this segment, it is dude. good yeah i'll just play it in the car ripping home dun, 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 dun. it's just like fucking seth rogan and james franco yeah. <laughs> pineapple express <laughs> ripping home oh man it's a good it's a good tune yeah very good mm. all right we hitting it we are milk carton minute man milk m.i.a minute. milk yeah, carton that's minute right, baby and uh, there's always somebody hanging out on the back of a milk cart, man, where you are, you do not know where they are. No. They're missing. Who's missing this week, Maddie? I don't know, Corey. Oh, you haven't <laughs> been to the no frills in a bit? You haven't chucked out the cartons? Oh, are you saying, what are you saying here? Are you cross-pollinating segments? No, no, no. That's next segment. Oh. That's next segment. Next segment. Is he the same guy, though? No, it's not the not same guy. Not the same guy. Okay. But, you know, when you're out there getting your groceries. Okay. Yeah. Zach Ertz. He's oh. on the back, man. Where's he been? Where has he been? Johnny was griping about it the other day. Oh, big time. Owners are griping, man. They dra- Guys drafted Zach Ertz. Whoa. <laughs> guys drafted Zach Ertz in like, I don't know, third round. Yeah. You know big what time. I mean? Yeah. Expected to be the, the second best, if not the best tight end. But you know what? He was, the signs were there for disappointment because he was coming off just an incredible year stat wise. Yeah. Like you true. can't expect him to replicate what he did last year. Kittle's but still, trying, but. Yeah, but still, you want him to come back, right? Yeah. And the fact that Dallas Goddard's standing standing up a little bit more in that offense yeah. is pretty big. So, he hasn't even had one game over 100 yards yet. 
Really? Not one. Really? And he's, and he's only got one tutty. Wow. His, yeah. his best game... You're expecting a decline, but not that kind. Yeah. Holy shit. Best game, uh, 11.7 points standard scoring. That's it. Wow. And he's a must start. That's the problem. Yeah, can't pull him out. But, oh well. I mean, <laughs> the children are mad. How dare you? <laughs> Should be across the ocean. <laughs> Go to school. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, That's man. the minute. We're missing you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking YouTube, man. <laughs> you know, I honestly never, ever thought that we would have YouTube on the pod. <laughs> oh, man. Teddy, you are killing it. Oh, man. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. <coughs> the sound bites are getting better, though. Oh, they're and getting you know real good. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been, you know what? Teddy's been putting in a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> to dig up these soundies. Oh man, you too. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, well let's hit it. Matt Stank stats. Oh, get it. Get this. Josh Allen has scored 18 or more fantasy points in 10 of his last 12 games, with the only two failures coming against the Patriots. I guarantee you a lot of fantasy owners aren't thinking they're going to get at least 18 with Josh Allen every time. But, man, the guy's been consistent. Yeah, he's good. He's That's a get only against the Patriots? <sighs> Baby. Yeah, I agree. Give Cord- it to him. Yeah. Gotta. Cordero Patterson now has seven kickoff return touchdowns in his career. That's only Josh Cribbs and Leon Washington, who each have eight, have more all time. How much they, does Hester have? Not, uh, these are kickoffs. Oh, not okay. Punts. Yeah. So... This is probably my favorite stat of the week. The Cincinnati Bengals have been outrushed by their opponents this season. 1,323 yards to 372. <laughs> so, their opponents have 1,300 on them. And they've only, they don't even have four. <laughs> Suck it! That's a tough one. Lions wide receiver Marvin Jones Jr. is now the third player in NFL history to have two games of four receiving touchdowns, joining Jerry Rice and Sterling Sharp. Marcus Peters, not a lot talked about because Jalen Ramsey took the headlines, but Marcus Peters following his interception in his Ravens debut. That was his fifth career pick, which is most in the NFL, or sorry, fifth career pick six, which is most in the NFL since his rookie season in 2015. He's got the 20, it was his 25th career interception, most since he entered the NFL. The next closest player has 16. And he, that was his sixth defensive touchdown since he entered the NFL in 2015, which is most by any player during that span. Really? So, quietly, he's un- good. And, yeah, just, you know, he sometimes gets in, gets a bad rap for his demeanor and <laughs> off field choices, <laughs> but he's a good player. <laughs> So the Eagles last week in the Doug Peterson era have allowed in the last two weeks 30 points or more in consecutive games. 
Dak Prescott has 15 career games with at least one pass and one rush touchdown, breaking a tie with Roger Staubach for the most in Dallas Cowboys team history. Um, in their big win over the Lions last week, 42-30, to Kirk Cousins tossed for 337 pass yards and four touchdowns. He's the first Vikings quarterback to throw four passing touchdowns in consecutive games since... Dante Culpepper in 2004. Oh, oh. man. Is is Kirk Cousins back? Oh. He's back, man. Light a fire under his ass, Oh, buddy. I love yeah. it. Don't um, call he's me He's the up. gunslinger I fell in love with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is ripping it. Can't hate him. You gotta start him. Gotta. The 49ers are 6-0 for the first time since 1990. That season, Joe Montana was the NFL MVP. San Fran has held its opponents to under 180 yards in three straight games. The longest streak since the 2011 Texans. And Christian McCaffrey plays him this week. I got to start him. It's tough. Gotta. I'm sitting DJ Moore, though. Yep. Have to. Have to. Have to. I wouldn't play him. With five touchdowns last week, Aaron Rodgers passed 350 total for his career. He's just one of nine players to reach that milestone, including Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and Gord's boy, Eli Manning. Ooh, <laughs> love him. The only quarterbacks in the Super Bowl era with three 100 and 100 games, 100 passing yards, 100 rushing yards in a season are Lamar Jackson, Russ Wilson, and Michael Vick. And he's done it in week yeah. Eight. Yeah. Seven. Seven. It's going into eight. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Gotta talk about this Patriots D. This wow. is insane. They now have 144 points on the season. So if you were to rank them with 144 points at any other position, they would come in at quarterback six, <laughs> running back four, <laughs> wide receiver three, and tight end one. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Just unreal. Unreal. They've outscored their opponents by 175 points, which is the second highest point differential through seven games in its NFL history. Uh, of course, it's been documented the 1920 Buffalo All-Americans had plus 218. So that they're in second place. They've The Patriots have a passer rating of 35.8 for the entire season. So that's uh, um, uh, their, D, uh, their D. An incomplete pass has a passer rating of 39.6. Just for huh. just for clarification, you know, like for scale, the rest of the NFL's average is ninety three point three. Opposing quarterbacks against New England this year are one hundred twenty for two hundred twenty nine attempts. They only have eleven hundred passing yards. They have one touchdown and eighteen picks, which is crazy. Literally, if the Patriots' offense didn't take the field at any point in the first seven games, they just didn't even step on the field. The Patriots record would be 3-3-1 three, three, and one right now. Really? Because of their fucking D. <laughs> Crazy. Unreal. Wild. This is unprecedented. Like, Stu and I were chatting about it. When's the last time there was a defense that was this dominant? Yeah, the 85 Bears? Yeah, like, yeah, or even in fantasy. Like, there was a while there, maybe Baltimore? Yeah, Jacksonville was good two Jacksonville years ago. too, yeah. But, like, holy shit, this is wild. Yeah, if you got him, it's a fucking lock. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sour spot. Fuck. God damn. Twist it. Okay. And then Maddie's milestone. <laughs> sub, Although, <laughs> sub segment within the segment. <laughs> my uh, my autocorrect keep cha- keeps changing it to Marty's milestone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So Marty's, Marty's milestone. Marty's milestone. 
<laughs> we got to talk about fastest quarterback in NFL history to reach 40,000 yards. If you're if the first name that didn't come to your head when you heard fastest quarterback in NFL history to reach 40,000 yards, if the name Matt Stafford didn't come to your head, I don't know what to say to you. How dare you? <laughs> he's got to come to mind right away. Oh, he's good. He's a good Crazy, slinger. though. Yeah. The bulldog. And Matt was Maddie's dank stats. Oh. Marty's dank stats. Marty's dank stats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Baby. No. <laughs> Shit. Well, what do we got next? Oh, you know. <laughs> You know yeah. that this is this is one of my favorite things. I'm firing up the grinders. <laughs> yeah, I'm plug. I'm fucking firing up the Jenny. <laughs> so I can work out in the field, wherever, man. Wherever you got to do. Yeah, whatever court you need installed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh man, the fucking intro songs get better and better and better. Cause uh, I'm out here grinding, man. You are out here. Oh man. Hey, do you want to come and yell your name on my song? Yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Oh man. One of the worst things that ever that somebody has ever said to me in my life was when they said, "Hey, you kind of look like DJ Khaled." <laughs> I was so offended. I had a bigger beard at the time. Oh. I was wearing a hat. Never, never, never been more hurt. Oh man, that's <laughs> fucking funny. But we, <laughs> we hit the baby. It's the grinder. Gotta and do it. This week is a special edition of the grinder. Oh, see, I fucked this up. Really yeah, you weird. fucked it up. It's okay. That's all good. Um. This week we're having a dual segment grinder. So this is this is when you know you're on your lunch break <laughs> and uh, you're looking around. You want like a maybe a pre-made deli sandwich or something. Mm. You can't find nothing. Nope. So what do you see? You look around the neighborhood. There's a no frills, <laughs> and you're going, baby. Oh, you're yeah. going. Yeah. So this is a Gord's grinder slash no frills no neighbor oh. this week because he's one in the same. Go get your hoagie for lunch, buddy. Yeah, get your hoagie. Eat half. Save the other half for later. Oh, yeah. Maybe a lumberjack. Eat it for a couple days. Yeah. Dagwood, baby. <laughs> yeah, <the> dagwood. <laughs> this week, Gord's Grinder, Alex Erickson. What? <laughs> a wide receiver on Cincinnati. And Cincinnati oh. is, is an offense that you want to steer clear of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Last week, my boy, he hit it. 137 yards on 14 targets, 8 receptions, 17 and a half points. John Ross who? Yeah. Tyler Boyd who? <laughs> Alex Erickson who? <laughs> <laughs> but he out here grinding. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know what? It's nice when you get to shorten things up for the boys. You get to sandwich it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, should we? Try? Oh, I would love. I would. I'm. You know what? This became a hate 
to a deep love. We're going to the Fearless Forecasting oh. Tankcast. Baby, baby, baby. I love this segment. Oh, my I, God. Oh, oh, oh. Man. You want to go or should I? I don't know if I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you have it. Okay. Last week on the Tankcast, I said Terry F1 McLaurin against the San Fran 49ers would have a shitty week. Here's what I thought. Two catches for under 25 yards, no touchdowns. Well, someone call the army. We have a tank on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the stifling San Fran D and the monsoon that these two teams had to play in. McLaurin was held to one catch, 11 yards, no touchdowns. Chalk it up as a win. Oh, yeah, that's a win. At running back, I said Devonta Freeman versus the L.A. Rams would tank. I predicted Freeman would have less than 30 rush yards, 25 receiving yards, and no touchdowns. Freeman blew my prediction out of the water and helped me seal the perfect week, as he decided not only to stay under every single prediction I made, but then he got into a skirmish with Aaron Donald, getting booted for throwing a punch in the third quarter. At the time of his ejection, he had 19 rush yards, 6 yards receiving, and no touchdowns. In fact, the BFB was able to obtain exclusive audio... Of the ref as he intervened between the Falcons RB and the back-to-back defensive of the player of the year, that monster Aaron Donald. Take a listen. Think of her family. (laughs) You know, what are you doing? If you're Devonta Freeman, you're like, okay, I'm I'm pissed. I'm going to pick a fight. I'm going to look for the biggest guy in the league (laughs) to pick a fight with. Are you kidding? Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald like trains with guys trying to stab him with knives and stuff like that. He's insane. He's just one thick man muscle. Like there's, he's just, I wouldn't, he's the Hulk. I don't know. It was yeah, very interesting. Well, but that's a win, man. Either way, taking it as a win. And that, my friend, that, my friend, Gord, is called going perfect. Upping my tank cast record to a very respectable 7-3. and three. And boom goes the dynamite. That's right, baby. Oh, How's your record doing? You know what? <laughs> Record's doing not great, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the record needs to take a good long look in the mirror and see what is going on. Because I, I, my record is on the milk curtain. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Missing. <laughs> Last week, Gerald Everett, I predicted he would have... Sorry. No, yeah. Take your time. Yeah, are you going to try to justify these? Do you want to... Okay, so Gord's current record is 2-6. and 2-6. Six. And, six. and so, these ones, he said... I don't know. First... No, you know what? I'm not done. Okay, okay. All right? I'll, you, you, go. you go. I'm not done. You go. Last week, I said Gerald Everett would go for 96 yards in one tutty. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay? He went for... 50 yards in one tutty. Do I chalk it up as a win right now? You know what? No. I'm not gonna. Okay. Because guys are being stringent on the wins here. Yeah. So, that's a loss. I have to say, 
Are you when you make your predictions, you say under or over a certain number? Uh, well, I I aim for the number, right? So, but is I, it a specific number? You're like twenty eight yards rushing. Like no, firm, like, or do you say under thirty yards rushing? See, I I want them to do good though. Oh yeah, or over. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Last week, last week I. But said, I mean, like, do you say over? Or do you say like two fifty eight? No, or over two fifty. I say I say the yards ninety six yards. Oh, see, maybe that's what's helping my record. Oh, because I say a broad stroke. Oh, like, yeah. I say so under forty yards receiving, no touchdowns. Okay, yeah. Well, I could I could try that approach if you want. But that's bending the rules a little bit. I'm going fearless, hey. man. I'm going fearless, buddy. Rules are made to be broken. <laughs> I've read that on so many new no fear T shirts. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man! So that was a loss. Okay. Also, uh, last week I said Dak Prescott. Them boys. Yeah. I thought he was gonna have a good week. First Philly. He had not a bad week. I predicted he would have 400 yards through the air, three tutties, and and one QB sneak rush tutty. Okay. Um. Again, he did not. (laughs) He had 239 pass yards, one tutty through the air, one interception, 30 rush yards, and one rush tutty. So, I'm not quite there. Not going to call it a win. Two and eight. Okay. Begs the question. The viewers might want to know. As a proclaimed and proud gut guy... Does it worry you at all that your gut has led you to a two and eight record in your prediction skills? Does you do you think that translates over to how you view players that you want to acquire in fantasy? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a it's such. Are you a worried about it though? No, I'm not two worried about record? it. I'm I'm doing pretty. I, I'm I'm on the come up in the N forty right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The other leagues, I'm doing not bad. I'm third in the Flyers mm-hmm. League, and in the Money League, I'm third. Okay. So that's all gut two, baby. Yeah, that's, that's all true. gut two, baby. Okay. okay. But this week, I'm back. <laughs> okay. I'm Bring back, it. baby. I'm back. <laughs> Fearless. All right. Wide receiver. Golden Tate. Oh, I like that pick. Oh, baby. I like that pick. First Detroit. Like we talked about earlier, yeah. Detroit's allowing 289 yards a game. Oh, yeah. Uh, third worst in the league. Mr. G. Tate, he's going for 106 yards and one tutty. Ooh, I like that. Hey, baby! You looking hot tonight? Running back, fearless. A.A. Ron Jones. Ooh. Versus Kansas City. Kansas City allowing 148 rush yards a game. A mm. game. Give it to him. Fourth worst in the league. He's going 123 on the ground, one tutty, 29 receiving yards. All right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I got to get a win, man. At least once. Yeah, I got to call it 500 at least. Fuck. Okay. Well, for my tank, I see at quarterback Carson Wentz versus Buffalo. He's coming off a stinker week against the Cowboys. And I see it happening again against that intimidating Buffalo D. The Bills have given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this year and will be ramped up playing at home in front of the Mafia. 
I think uh, old Carsey will have under 170 pass yards, one touchdown, two picks. Maddie Lukewarm is as hot right now as a greased pig in the hot Georgia sun. <laughs> Take that prediction to the bank. You heard me? <laughs> At tight end, Travis Kelsey against the Green Bay Packers. Giving it to him? Nothing? No reaction? I expected like a wait what? I'll try that again. Travis Kelsey in the tank cast? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying Travis Kelsey in the tank cast. Uh, call it unfounded confidence. Call it sheer stupidity. I don't care. I'm riding a high. Or maybe it's just the air in the studio. But yeah, I'm calling it the best tight end in the league is going to have a stink egg week. I'm thinking he gets three catches, under 50 yards, and no scores. Call it the Matt Moore effect, if you will. I hope he fucking burns you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Fuck. I'm not doing good. No. Last year, I wasn't bad. I think it was 500 on the year. You weren't doing good last year. That was terrible. Terrible. And the tides have changed. Yeah. Called growth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. What are we doing next? Buds and duds? Our buds and duds. Yeah, you got it. Buds and duds. What do you want to start with? We can go buds first. Yeah, let's hit it. Let's hit the buds. Let's celebrate. Positive vibes right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, quarterback, bud of the week. Everybody knows it. Everybody watched the game. Aaron Rodgers versus Oakland. Oh, yeah. 429 yards through the air. Five pass studies. Yeah. Six rush yards and a rush study. Yeah. Six total TDs. Man, give it to him. There was that. Uh, do you see that video that came out today of um, him and Matt Lafleur talking on the sidelines? And he and Rogers at this point has four in the game, and he walks over to Lafleur and he pulls a towel over his mu- towel over his mouth. He says, "I want five. And Lafleur looks at him. He says, "Why not six? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sick. Um, Forty-seven point seven six points. Helped me beat Feldy. Crushed it, yeah. And I uh, left Saquon on the bench, so that was nice. Um, <laughs> wide receiver, gotta give it to the boy, the hood rat, Marvin Jones Jr. You have to give it to him, dude. Thirteen targets, ten receptions, ninety-three yards, and four receiving tutties. Yeah, four. Give it to him. Thirty-three point three points in a loss first mini. Yeah. But, oh well, you know, great win. What do we got? Running back, Chase Edmonds. Oh. Oh, first my boys. Oh. Yeah. Slayed him. Ran all over the Giants this week. Rough shot, baby. Oh, man. 27 rush attempts, getting the ball, 126 yards on the ground, three rush tutties, two receptions, 24 yards, 37 points, on everybody's bench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks at AZ Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's starting that guy. Yeah, fuck's sakes. Well, they they kind of said David Johnson was going. He gets one carry and then sits the rest of the game. Yeah. Oh, we were only using him in case absolute emergency. <laughs> what? Why are you starting him? He's your franchise player. What the fuck? I know. I don't really Silly. get that. And tight end, bud. Pod favorite, maybe? Yeah. We talk about him. TJ? Darren Waller. Darren Waller, yeah. Yeah. This year's Kittle, baby. Yeah, he is this year's Kittle. He's this year's Jared Cook for Oakland, too, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Eight targets, seven receptions, 126 through the air. 
Wow. Yeah. And two receiving tutties. Big week, man. Yeah. And they were throwing the ball lots. Obviously, they were down that game. But, uh, you know, he's 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 the real deal, man. Yeah. He might be a guy that guys are drafting in, like, the fucking fourth round next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He could climb big time. So, big time. Much to the effect of Kittle In such there. a desolate position. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, talking with Show Life about it. He... Um, he grabbed Mark Andrews late in the Flyers draft and then followed it up like with his second last pick with Darren Waller as his, as uh, his second tight end. And he was saying, like, man, it's so hard to say between the two of them. Who do you start each week? Yeah. And he's like, every time I've started one, the others burnt me on the bench. And, you know, like, unfortunately for him, that happened this week, too. But I don't know. I kind of see uh, Waller pulling ahead in that race. Like, I think so, too. I think Waller's too reliable compared to uh, Andrews. At least, like, Waller's bad games are, like, six, five, six, seven points. Like, you're getting something. Andrews might get you zero. Yeah, you, know? you might goose egg. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> the duds of the week. We talked about this earlier. <sighs> Quarterback. Samuel Darnold against the New England Patriots. This fucking guy. Just an awful, awful any way you look at it. From his performance on the field to his comments on the sidelines, it was just embarrassing. He had 86 pass yards, no touchdowns, four interceptions. He also lost a fumble. This quarterback guru, Johnny, he's working his magic. Sammy D scored negative 2.66 points and slammed it up the hoops of fantasy owners across the land. It's gear, whack. It's jewelry, whack. It's foot stands, whack. The way that he talks, whack. The way that he doesn't even like to smile, whack. Me, I'm tight as fuck. <laughs> doesn't even like to smile. <laughs> At wide receiver, legendary Larry the Legend Fitzgerald against the New York G-Men. On paper, this looked like a real nice matchup for number 11, but shockingly, he only had one catch on three targets for 12 yards. Good for 1.2 points. Points. <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> At running back, Marlon Mack against the Texans. They gave uh, Mac Fitz all day, and it wasn't for lack of trying. He actually had 18 carries in that game and was held only to 44 yards uh, on his way to putting up 5.6 points for fantasy owners. That's not terrible, like super terrible, but for a back who's owned in 98% of leagues, fantasy fans are expecting more. Exactly. At tight end, Evan Ingram against the Arizona Cardinals. The fifth highest scoring tight end in fantasy this season was held to a dismal single catch for six yards for a 0.6 point total for their owners. Woof. Tough one. God damn. Those are the duds of the week. Damn, oh, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. <laughs> Man, we got... The Simpsons are so fucking funny. Oh, man. yeah, man. We should have a Simpsons theme minute. <laughs> Just Simpsons easy. quote of the yeah, week. Yeah, Simpsons quote of the week. Mm. Well. We're nearing the end. Nearing the end. Quick one. Yeah, real nice, actually. Yeah, I know. It's a little disappointing, but uh, you know what? It's it's really not our fault. How dare you? <laughs> We're just trying to do what everybody told us. Yeah, know? exactly. We want to be on here longer, but that's the way she goes. What? Uh, so what? We just got to rip through the matchups. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. You what want are, what, what league you taking? I'll take the I'll take the N4DL. Okay, sounds good. First this week. Um, last week there were some big changes too. You know the trade, blockbuster. Yes. Blockbuster. Do you want to recap it? Uh, Might, did we talk about it? We didn't really talk about okay, it. Okay. No. Well, let's talk about the big trade in the Yeah, big trade. Uh, Feldy uh, came to me. Obviously, we both needed a little bit of a change up for 10th and 11th. Yes. And uh, he wanted Thomas, and I was kind of, you know, I was putting my fucking feet in the sand, right? Yeah. And ended up, you know, he came to me, he said, do you want Saquon and uh, Jeffrey for Thomas and Chark? And I said, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um <laughs> And then he says, well, I'm a little bit thinner running back. What about Devin Singletary? And then he threw in Mike Evans. Because you know what? Mike Evans, really, he's almost the number two receiver in Tampa right now. But yep, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. And that was the trade. And I'm, I think we're both pretty happy with it. I think it's pretty fair. Um, worked out for me last week, even though I'm fucking an idiot. And I didn't even start Saquon. Um, but, uh, but Yeah. <coughs> There it is. Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster. Yeah. I loved it. Every minute of it. I wanted to throw a QB in just because. <laughs> but didn't. Anyway. Uh, last week in the N40L, uh, Sweatband Bonaires beat down the Speedo Shrinkage 99 to 55. Nigel had a bad one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tough one for the kid. East Lake Scoundrels beat the Downtown Degenerates, who are falling and falling and falling. Lose or go home. <laughs> uh, tough one. Yeah. 85.6 to 85.56. Damn. Wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. Damn. That Praying is for a stat correction. Yeah. Never happened. Didn't happen. Yeah. Linwood Butt Pirates uh, beat Careless Whisper 94 to 70. Oh, man. John. How about John sitting at one win this season yeah, right now? Yeah, he's hurting. Oh, my gosh. You got to wonder what the guy's thinking right now when he looks at the, what's staring him in the face. I think it's like something uh, he's worried about. <coughs> Stop! I could have dropped my croissant! <laughs> a 30-second croissant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. fuck man tough tough one for the careless whisper um another one this week though was tough for the beverly blazers yeah oh man yeah, this one this one hurt valley view vices come back to win 104 92 to 104 66 on the back of the new england defense yeah yeah and won it for them. Le'Veon Bell didn't have a great Monday night game. No. Oh, that was a tough one because that was a, that was a huge swing actually. So Johnny won that one. Uh, we kind of are battling it out for the highest uh, scoring teams in the league. He's got me by a little bit at seven sixty one. I'm at uh, seven fifty nine. Anyways, he moved to five and two on that one. Yeah. I dropped to four and three. Winner of that took over first place of the league. Yeah, that was a big swing, and he had stopped watching. He was like, no, man, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Darnold had to Darnold right at the end of the he game. And Darnold. boom. Done. Texted him the, just sent him a screenshot. What? <laughs> I won? <laughs> Sad. <laughs> oh. Cat dude took down the fucking Strathcona Coronas who are looking like a little bit of a juggernaut right now. Yeah. They're winning games and doing well. This week, not so much. 
Uh, lost 97 to 59. Yep. The Rumble Hard Hats. Yeah. Came away with a win. Yeah, big week. one. Big one. <clears throat> Huge win. Um, my boys showed up. Aaron Rodgers, Stefan Diggs, Dalvin Cook, uh, Noah Fant, 0.7. <laughs> but Brett Maher. Yeah. Fucking hit a 63 yarder. Yeah, fucking boom that thing. One away from the oh, record. Oh, he crushed that fucking thing. Gord Stank's stat of the week. <laughs> Matt Prater has the record at 64. Oh, sick. Brett Maher, 63. Yeah. So he was one away. For a, while, for a while there, there was Jason Elam at 62, and everybody said, oh, it's because it's the Denver Air. It mm. makes the ball fly easier. Matt Prater did his in Denver, too. Yeah. But Brett Maher did his... In the dome last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So who's the better kicker? <laughs> uh, and Brett Maher was playing for the Ottawa Red Box like two years ago. Actually? Yeah, man. Oh, baby. Yeah. Josh Rosen's future franchise. <laughs> yeah, man. Seriously. Um, so, yeah. I, and he got me 15 points. Fucking tight. <laughs> beat uh, beat the Cowtown Killers 133 to 107. Right. Dumbing them. And you know what sucks is for Feldy? Is he would have beat every other team this week. Yeah, it's always the case in fantasy. Yeah, man, it is. Yeah. It is. Like, the top guy beats the second guy. Yeah. Absolutely right. So, for standings right now, um, first place, we got the Valuing Vices. Second place, Strathcona Coronas. Third place, Cat Dude. Fourth place, Beverly Blazers. Fifth place, Butt Pirates. Sixth place, the Scoundrels. Seventh place, the Bonaires. Eighth place, myself. Nine shrinkage. Uh, what do we got? Ten the degenerates and eleven Cowtown Killers and Careless Whisper in twelve. Oh no! All right, pull it together, John. Got to turn that thing around. Yeah. Jumping over to the Triple FL. Triple FL. Triple FL. Oh, nice. Okay. I like it. The juggernaut that is Johnny Schmiller's team. Uh, crush <coughs> Robbie on a buy on a bunch of buys. The downtown Z Boys one twenty seven to eighty one. Johnny retains first place. Z Boys are now in sixth. The Trouser Snakes uh, came out with a big win one sixteen to one twelve over the Summerside Swans on the back of a huge performance by Jacoby Brissett and the New England defense. Go figure. Um, that's move that moves the Trouser Snakes to fourth. And the Summerside Swans dropped to 8th. In a bit of an upset, the Grosvenor Gluttons earned their second win Ooh, of the season by work. beating John, or sorry, Gordo, <laughs> 106 to 82, moving them up to 11th place. And the North Saskatchewan River Snakes, the NSRS, <laughs> moves into 5th. Uh, in an absolute dismantling, uh, the second place, 4th and 20s, uh, Conservative Kessie. Uh, knocked me off the old town tokes Ooh. 100 to 58 uh really got uh fucked over by matt ryan's injury plus carry on johnson's injury uh and plus kenny galladay getting two points and marvin jones getting everything um last week so drops me into ninth at three and four and kessel moves into second the Meat Beaters, uh, their run of losses continue as they lost uh, to Nine Rivers and Counting, 95 to 80, uh, moving the, the Rivers to 7th and the Meat Beaters down to 10th. 
And in an extremely busy and uh, easy win, the Kenny Banyas beat a half-dressed roster by the Dribble Bros, <laughs> 88 to 39.66 total. It might be the worst I've ever seen. Might, yeah, I think it's the worst I've ever seen. They started Deshaun Jackson, who didn't play. Juju Smith-Schuster, who was on a bye. Um, and their kicker, Brandon McManus, got them zero points. So it wasn't for lack of trying. <laughs> On their bench was 46 by Aaron Rodgers, uh, 14 by John Brown, and 11 by Todd Gurley. Uh, the Banyas obviously got uh, a nice little layup. little layup that week. Good for them. Move into third place. Delaney got the Banyas nothing. David Montgomery got the minus points. Yeah. And he still gets the win. Mm-hmm. Marquez Valdez scuttling. That's right. Currently in the Triple FL, we have one team at six and one, the Mighty Schmillers. One team at five and two, fourth and twenty. Uh, one, two, three, four, five teams of four and three. A few at three and four, two and five, and a couple teams and one team, the Dribble Rose at one and six. But now that I said his lineup, he should be good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well. <clears throat> We're going to wrap it up right now. I think so. Uh, we have the last letter to read. Mm. Um, and this week we thought, oh, we're adding a guest in. People hate our segments. So let's just not do story time. <laughs> so we have nothing planned for that. So in lieu of that, we can just roll with the letter as the story All of right. the night. All right. You reading this one? I'll take this one. Okay, nice. This one was the sixth letter in the series, and it was directed to... The Romanian rascal himself, John and Stoney. Dear John, all right, you little slut, it's go time. Did you know that Dear John is the title of a film on Netflix that may or not, may not be good? It appears to star Amanda Seyfried, but I'm not looking it up. If the last five letters have taught me anything, you're number six, John, sort of halfway, but not really, but I still thank you. It's that if I take my eye off the prize even slightly, this whole enterprise is going to shit. Halfway-ish done the letters and almost ready, to, almost already done the second 40 ounce. Not a recipe for success. I hope Liliana is doing well, and I hope she grows into a better fantasy player than me. I can teach her to be a drunk loser with no money and also, an a, and also the A chord on guitar, among others, but not how to succeed at fantasy football. I recommend this comes from her father. I have to assume your team is currently called The Replacements. I say this because I can attribute everyone else's names to them and that the team in question features Tom Brady. I assume you drafted him too early, but coming from me, the last overall finisher of this league, I'd say disregard the criticism right into the trash. Assuming this team is yours, you got TB12 potentially the greatest quarterback of all time. And while casual observers could be forgiven for assuming a team called The Replacements might include a single player from Minnesota. If you don't get this, reference Wikipedia, the band, the replacements. This team still sports quality at several positions, particularly particularly in reference to my team, Ah, uh, who even fucking cares? <laughs> As for the rules, I feel compelled to tell you two players you selected specifically at quarterback, Tom Brady and Cam Newton, and wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyler Lockett, and even... Uh, def- uh, and even had DT, Ed Note, Demarius Thomas, on your bench. To running back, two guys I don't, e- I don't know, and also Kenyon Drake, are very skilled core, much better than my own, LOL. <laughs> Fucking Legatron, 
You love that guy. I swear, he's your kicker every year. Admittedly, better than, I had to look him up, my kicker, Miami Jason Sanders, who may have sucked less than other options, but who the heck knows? Gosh darn it. But hey, if it don't broke, don't touch it, am I right? Anywho, it's been my pleasure to battle you week in and week out. I wish you and Megan and Liliana, sorry, I forgot your other kid's name, John, the best and look forward to seeing you all again. Love forever times, Andrew GM, Strathcona Coronas. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if the letters are getting better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, who's to say? Who's, who's to, to say? say? Well, that was it. Quick one. Yeah, it was a quick one. It was a good one. Oh, yeah. Real good one. Lots of lots of content, lots of heat. Furta. <laughs> yeah, a oh, lot yeah. of heat. And if you walk away thinking, I didn't enjoy my hour and a half with the fellas... I don't know what to say. How dare you? You know, give us our respect. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, from all of us at the BFB and Greta. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How dare you? <laughs> Thank you.